If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Finding your power in times of shadow and stress. Hi, friends. I want to tell you a little story. A story about a gentleman that I know who has always been a seeker. A gifted and talented gentleman who is very sensitive. And he's always been a seeker. In fact, when I met him a few years ago, that was one of the first things he told me. Is, well, I've always been kind of a theologian type. A seeker, if you will. And we've talked at great length over lots of times. And he has two adult sons, and he really struggles with a lot of the shadow and the darkness that comes from intergenerational pain and mental illness in in his family lines and all kinds of different challenges that I'm sure you can relate to. And yet, he continues to move forward and continues to create and do amazing things. But that darkness within him, that kind of grief, that separation can be very lonely and it can be very disconnecting. And so I've talked to him recently about finding power, knowing that that darkness is the beginning of a birth, which will then bring something new. And he he understood what I said, but I don't think he really felt it yet. Well, I just got a phone call from him in the last day or two. And he said, you're not going to believe it. And I'm like, well, I certainly will believe it, but go ahead. And he's like, well, I had this profound experience and now I get it. My heart is open in a different way and I get it. And I see that everything is building. Everything is creating. Everything is moving forward. He kept getting the word building. I would probably use the word creating, but I think we were on the same wavelength and he was in awe. I couldn't believe it, that the heart connection to that idea and mind connection were totally different experiences. And he called to tell me because we've had this discussion in our friendship over time. And and he wanted to tell me that he gets it now on a different level. But what came with that was a bit of grief because people who um, he shared some of that information with didn't get it. They didn't follow. They were nice, but they kind of brushed it off. And he felt like maybe he alienated people or it was alienating in a way. And so there's so many factors and things to think about. So by the end of our conversation, we talked about how we can use that darkness, that heaviness, that disconnection, all of the energy that's in that, I call it static, and how we can create power out of it, how we can find our power within what looks like something is going wrong. 
Because when we're seeking to be open and balanced and inclusive in our world, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially, and we're choosing to say yes to our vocation or our calling, our heart's desire, and we choose to raise our vibration or our consciousness as frequently and as much as possible. When we choose these things, we learn to be kind to that darker, weary part of us, that shadow part of us. We learned that kindness is the antidote to the darkness. Like Martin Luther King Jr. said, only light can heal the darkness. Well, it's the same kind of thing with kindness. If we're not kind to ourselves, that little shadow part can really get get a lot of voice and a lot of traction. And that's not necessarily the goal, right? So think about it for a minute. Think about a time in your life. Maybe it's even right now where there is dread and guilt and and maybe grief and maybe worry and some shock, right? There's so many things going on in the world, politically motivated, personally motivated. There, It's everywhere. And somehow, some way, those of us who are not directly involved in the power grab and control, those of us who are not directly involved on a physical level, we still are impacted. We still feel it. We feel the intensity of the sadness and the grief and the pain and the trauma. We feel it. And so the people who are playing the control power grab um, and attempting to control massive numbers of people with a destructive intent, whatever that is, whether it is overt or covert, we the intensely sensitive people who are here to bring more consciousness feel those motives. So that polarity or that paradox where we can feel the the darkness and the um, intent that may not be for the highest good, and then our desire for justice and to do what's for the highest good can show up at the same time within us. And so it it really takes a lot of energy to stay in our power and claim our sovereignty. Because we can't transform and bring in a more inclusive, a more kind, compassionate, understanding world um, without shedding the light of truth on the darkness, which makes it rise up a little bit so that that injustice that systemic injustice on all these different levels can be taken care of in a way or really up-leveled in a way so that something good can come out of it. And so it doesn't mean that it's good. It means we want something good to be born out of the not-so-great stuff. So think about the right-wrong mentality, the people who are right-fighting. I'm right, you're wrong, black-white, right? Well, that's old news, you know. It's, I think it's more about our lives should be more about understanding there's nuance and complexity in human experience and in the experience of the planet in general. And the whole right-wrong mentality doesn't really serve. It sets up war. It sets up divisiveness. It sets up I'm right, you're wrong, or I'm wrong and you're right, so therefore I'm not good enough. There's all that dynamic. So I choose to look at it things is more of a complex kind of nuanced mosaic. 
and that the idea is to bring more light and brightness and vibrancy to our experience and to the world without judging. Because the moment we judge, we turn over our power to whatever it is we're judging. So if I'm looking at you and I'm going, oh my God, they're doing this and that and the other thing, and I'm judging you, and then I'm like, therefore, that's bad. I just made myself your slave because your behavior is dictating my experience. It's much more beneficial for us to say, wow, these things are happening, and I disagree. That's not okay. Treat people in a better way, whatever it is. And then to stand in our authority, our light, our power, in order to um, be that light that gets rid of the darkness. And because people who are trying to control things and divide groups of people are attempting to herd humans just like cows, but in a non-serving way. And so the only thing that that herding of humans does is it serves those people who are trying to get that power, who are doing the power grab and want to own the world. <laughs> and so we have a choice. If you're one of those people who are doing the power grab trying to own the world, you're probably not listening to my podcast. And if you are one of those people, <clears throat> I invite you to look at yourself a little deeper. <clears throat> what are your real motives, right? To the rest of us, what are we going to do? How are we going to stand in our authority as human beings, our spiritual authority, and how are we going to move things forward in a way that works? Well, the first thing we have to realize, I think, is that every time in all of history, whenever anything has exploded and gone crazy or imploded, then always something was born out of it. Even like some of the greatest tragedies, something gets born out of it, a new understanding, a new creating of something. Um, it always happens. With every death, there is a rebirth. And out of the ashes comes the phoenix. Out of the muck comes the lotus flower. And the muck and the ashes and the fire and the destruction is very horrendous and painful. It's not to say that that experience is, oh, well, just put up with it and everything's fine because wait to the other side. Not necessarily. I mean, women die in childbirth. Animals die when they're giving birth to their young. So no one said it wasn't painful. And when we step into our own sovereign power and we realize that we can be kind to that part of us while nurturing whatever is being born that way then that way then we are able to um, amplify something that's more beautiful we are able to in general help humanity through all the explosions of craziness out there explosions of craziness can be real explosions but they also can be self-anger or self-hatred it can also be road rage it can be anything what shows up in those big powerful energy em emoting situations are an amplification of the struggle because they're on some level we are trying to rectify things we are trying to move forward we're trying not to live in that kind of adversity and, and divisiveness as humans yet it still remains 
So this is not about right or wrong or good or bad. And from a judgment viewpoint, it's about awareness. It's about understanding. So how will we, humanity, respond to these things, right? Well, for me, um, I have a little mantra. I'm re- and that mantra is I'm raising my vibration. I believe that the more light and the more higher consciousness, which to me is light, that we, each one of us, put into the world by being grateful and kind and loving to ourselves and setting healthy, clear boundaries with the things that are not acceptable. That in those moments, as we raise our consciousness and we wake up a little further and we pay attention a little deeper to our inner landscape and the outer landscape, we begin to understand things at a new level. Just like my friend, he could understand some of the ideas in his head because he's very smart. But once he got it in his heart, it was a whole different reality. He sees now the creative process and how if you look at the seasonal way of things, like fall, the leaves fall off the tree, the trees all look dead so they can be reborn and with new leaves. And so there's that process that's required. And I think humans sometimes believe that we should keep growing forward, growing forward without any loss along the way or without any major change along the way. And I don't think that's true. I think in all of nature, even if we took humans out of it, there is a lot of situations and a lot of understanding we have, or at least that I see, where if we're going to get to the deeper understanding of something, we might have to let go of something we thought we believed in or something that was accurate or true a long time ago, but doesn't apply now. We might have to make a shift and a change, even if it's for the better, but we also might feel grief. Because grief is a conflicting mass of human emotion following any change of behavior. So when COVID hit, and now things are a little different, but COVID's still around, there's still a lot of grief in our psyche, in our world, over it all. And I even have run into some people recently who use, I have COVID as a reason to be irresponsible and not go to work when they don't have COVID. Because when they were asked for medical proof, they couldn't bring it in because they never got tested and you know so there's so many things there's so many things that fear and pain and disconnection and that shadow part that gets us off kilter and dysregulated can really create because this the part that that I pay attention to is we all believe what we believe because that's what we believe even if it's not true our brain believes what it believes even if it's not true. And so when we hold on to some beliefs, like, you know, with the death grip, we may be holding on to something that isn't true any longer. Might have, might have seemed true before, but isn't true now. Like when I was in undergraduate school, I learned that we only used 10% of our brains. And once a brain cell dies, it never um, goes back. That's not true. It wasn't true back then, but that was the amount of understanding that was known back then. So science didn't lie. Science expanded and learned something new. You've done it the same thing in your own life where you believed something when you were younger and it's not the case. Either the world has changed or your understanding has changed. In any event, what was once true may not be today. So 
that would also go to say that three or five or 10 years from now, it could be different again because of awareness and expansion and understanding. So what stories are you telling yourself? That's the question. Because our brain believes what it believes because it that's what it believes. It believes our own voice above all others. So you could be telling yourself a story that holds on to pain and trauma and upset, the shadow, the struggle. Or you could also be telling yourself a story that says, oh, I see you, shadow. I see you, struggle. I see it. Shining a light of truth on it and then allowing it to fall away and lose power. That doesn't mean the events or things change. It means the power it has over your situation changes. And you want to have your own authority, your own inner power, and allow to fall away the illusion and delusion that happens out of fear and out of uh, the mass media kind of herd mentality, right? So you you have a great deal of power. You wouldn't be in this world right now with forces outside of yourself trying to control you and others. If you didn't have any power, there would be no need to try to control you. So what is it? You know, like, what is your power? I think it's your creativity, your intelligence, your light, your essence, that you are here to be a beneficial presence on planet Earth, whatever that looks like. And for all of us, it's going to be a little bit different. I think what gets in the way and creates needless suffering is deep sadness and grief and old kind of toxic energies that have been passed along or that are just out in the world and we take them on. So what if you could just let go of that pain and sadness and grief, that heaviness, that weariness that happens? What if you could let that go, drop it like a hot potato, (laughs) and then you could begin to see your own power during times of these um, unpredictable shadows cruising along? How would you do it? What would you do? How would you feel? For me, I would be excited to um, be connected to a community much larger because people would be telling more of the truth about who they are. I, I would also be excited because it would be a lot easier to tell what ulterior motives are and undisclosed motives. So we would know exactly who to to um, hang out with and who not to hang out with. And I think another big benefit of finding our power is the fact that as we shine our own light and we stand in higher consciousness, it cannot help but affect the universe all the way out to the furthest star, the furthest piece of energy. That's called um, quantum entanglement, where your energy affects things far away. All of us do. So if everything's connected to everything, like Einstein said, and if the quantum physicists are correct, and the research that's been going on over and over and over is correct, then out of the darkness comes a birth. And it's sometimes very messy, very bloody, birthing babies, right? Just think about that. It's not clean. There's a lot of things that happen. There's a lot of of pain and there's a lot of discomfort 
there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of, we don't know what to do. And then the new parents have to figure out how they're going to feed the baby, what they're going to do to take care of the baby. It's all those factors. Even if it's not your first baby. So what if we looked at the whole world that way, that something amazing is trying to be born and you get to be the doula or the midwife and you get to deliver this beautiful new thing. You get to be part of the delivery team. How would that feel? Would it make it any less painful or difficult? No, not necessarily, but it certainly would give a different focus. And so when fear and upset and grief control you, then your immune system drops and other you pay other negative consequences. So let's pay attention to the stories we tell ourselves. Let's pay attention to the stories that run through our head about intention and motive of others and of ourselves because our brain believes what it believes because that's what it believes, even if it's not true. So if you make up a story and it's not true, over time, your brain will believe it as if it is. It's called plausible truth. It's a thing. So I think it matters that we are discerning and that we seek to live in and stand in our personal power, our authority in that way, in a spiritual way, especially when things are, are chaotic all around us. So I invite you, friends, to join me in asking the important questions. You know, like, what am I, what is the deeper truth I'm waking up to? How can I be a beneficial presence on this planet? What are things I can do to raise my consciousness today? And then also to hold the intention to have understanding on a new, deeper level. To realize that when we go and we learn and we expand on these deep, profound levels, that sometimes all the previous rules don't apply anymore. That's what happened to my friend. He understood dealing with his shadow and growing and learning through a recovery-based model which um, of Al-Anon and things like that and learned all these different things. But then once he had this epiphany, this spiritual awakening, this shift that happened that came out of nowhere, seemingly anyway, his whole world is different. His way of processing is different. So when we make that commitment to understand on a deeper and deeper and deeper level, we wake up one day or we have an experience one day and we are different. And words don't necessarily have any have any place because they're pedestrian. He kept trying to explain it to me. I said, you don't have to explain anything. There are no words to explain it. It just is. So when we free ourselves of the bondage of human ignorance, and we free ourselves from the fear and grief and control of the power grabs, we can see clearly. We can live clearly. We understand on a new level, and the old story can fall away. That's where we find our peace. That's where we find our power. So friends, I hope this episode has got you thinking as, as you see yourself as this beautiful light, as you um, asking questions of how you can be the beneficial presence and allowing you to wake up to that deeper truth within you. We all have a deeper truth, no matter how much we've been um, growing and learning and, and um, 
deepening our understanding, there's always more. I remember getting that message at a very interesting time in my life where I kept getting, there's always more, there's always more, there's always more. And my brain was holding on to certain understandings. And every time I'd meditate, I kept hearing, there's always more, there's always more, there's more where that came from. And I understood that on a, on a cognitive, intellectual level. And it was about five months later when it hit me spiritually and emotionally, like more, like there's always more. It's deeper. The world is deeper and more vast and expansive than our brains can comprehend. So it's a visceral experience. It's an inner experience where words do not necessarily uh, serve us. So I hope this episode has served you. As always, you can feel free to call me or email me or contact me in some way, and I'm glad to have further discussions about it. If you have any topics that you would like me to talk about on this show or a certain meditation you'd like me to do for the meditation podcast, please let me know. Please email me or in some way communicate it, and I'm happy to um, honor your request. So until the next episode, if someone gets me, Put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you, my friend, are a rock star. You are here on earth with a purpose, a mighty purpose. So go forward and let your light shine. Allow you to be part of the divine universal correction because correction or that correction is in the connection. There we go. Have a really wonderful rest of your day. And know that I'm always here. Please reach out if there is anything that I can do. I will say yes if I can. Till the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.